Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, April 10th. This year, the Feast of Unleavened Bread is from Thursday, April 6th to Thursday, April 13th. Unleavened Bread is a seven-day festival that is linked with Passover. Passover is celebrated on the 14th day of the first month. It is immediately followed by the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which goes from the 15th day to the 21st day of the first month of Aviv. During these seven days, we are to eat unleavened bread, also known as matzah. The first and the seventh days of this feast are Sabbaths. They are high holy days. And... On the fifteenth day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread unto the Lord. Seven days you must eat unleavened bread. In the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord seven days. In the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. Leviticus 23, 6-8 Eating unleavened bread represents being without sin. Unleavened bread in Hebrew is matzah. Matzah is a picture of Yeshua and how unleavened bread represents being consecrated and sanctified to service to Yeshua in the kingdom of God. Eating unleavened bread is an eternal command, as it is written in Exodus 12, 18 and 19. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. For whosoever eats that which is leavened, even that soul shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he be a stranger or born in the land. Unleavened bread in Hebrew is matzah. Matzah is a spiritual picture of Yeshua, the Messiah. Matzah has no leaven and no sin. Yeshua is without sin, as it is written in 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shimene, and it means eighth. Leviticus 9, 13-24 They passed the burnt offering to him in sections as well as the head, and he turned it into smoke on the altar. He washed the entrails and the legs, and turned them into smoke on the altar with the burnt sacrifice. Next he brought forward the people's offering, 
He took the goat for the people's sin offering and slaughtered it and presented it as a sin offering like the previous one. He brought forward the burnt offering and sacrificed it according to regulation. He then brought forward the meal offering, and taking a handful of it, he turned it into smoke on the altar, in addition to the burnt offering of the morning. He slaughtered the ox and the ram, the people's sacrifice of well-being. Aaron's sons passed the blood to him, which he dashed against every side of the altar and the fat parts of the ox and the ram, the broad tail, the covering, fat, the kidneys, and the protuberance of the livers. They laid these fat parts over the breasts, and Aaron turned the fat parts into smoke on the altar, and elevated the breasts and the right thighs as an elevation offering before Hashem, as Moses had commanded. Aaron lifted his hands toward the people and blessed them, and he stepped down after offering the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the offering of well-being. Moses and Aaron then went inside the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people, and the presence of Hashem appeared to all the people. Fire came forth from Hashem and consumed the burnt offering and the fat parts on the altar. And all the people saw, and shouted, and fell on their faces. Joshua 2, 1-24 Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim, saying, Go, reconnoiter the region of Jericho. So they set out, and they came to the house of a harlot named Rahab, and lodged there. The king of Jericho was told, Some men have come here tonight, Israelites, to spy out the country. The king of Jericho thereupon sent orders to Rahab, Produce the men who came to you and entered your house, for they have come to spy out the whole country. The woman, however, had taken the two men and hidden them. It is true, she said. The men did come to me, but I didn't know where they were from. And at dark, when the gate was about to be closed, the men left, and I don't know where the men went. Quick, go after them, for you can overtake them. Now she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under some stalks of flax which she had lying on the roof. So the men pursued them in the direction of the Jordan down to the fords, and no sooner had the pursuers gone out Then the gate was shut behind them. The spies had not yet gone to sleep when she came up to them on the roof. She said to the men, I know that Hashem has given the country to you because dread of you has fallen upon us and all the inhabitants of the land are quaking before you. For we have heard how Hashem dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you when you left Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings across the Jordan, whom you doomed. When we heard about it, we lost heart, and no man had any more spirit left because of you. For Hashem your God is the only Hashem in heaven above and on earth below. Now, since I have shown loyalty to you, swear to me by Hashem, that you you in turn will show loyalty to my family. Provide me with a reliable sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and save us from death. 
The men answered her, Our persons are pledged for yours, even to death. If you do not disclose this mission of ours, we will show you true loyalty when Hashem gives us the land. She let them down by a rope through the window, for her dwelling was at the outer side of the city wall, and she lived in the actual wall. She said to them, Make for the hills, so that the pursuers may not come upon you. Stay there in hiding three days until the pursuers return. Then go your way. But the men warned her, We will be released from this oath which you have made us take, unless, when we invade the country, you tie this length of crimson cord to the window through which you let us down. Bring your father, your mother, your brothers, and all your family together in your house. And if anyone ventures outside the doors of your house, his blood will be on his own head, and we shall be clear. But if a hand is laid on anyone who remains in the house with you, his blood shall be on our heads. And if you disclose this mission of ours, we shall likewise be released from the oath which you made us take. She replied, Let it be as you say. She sent them on their way, and they left, and she tied the crimson cord to the window. They went straight to the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers turned back. And so the pursuers, searching all along the road, did not find them. Then the two men came down again from the hills and crossed over. They came to Joshua, son of Nun, and reported to him all that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, Hashem has delivered the whole land into our power. In fact, all the inhabitants of the land are quaking before us. Luke 13, 22-14, And he, Yeshua, went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then said one to him, Lord, Are there few that be saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut to the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us, and he shall answer and say to you, I know you not where you are. Then shall you begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in your presence, and you have taught us in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when you shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east, and from the west, and from the north, and from the south, and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last which shall be first, and there are first which shall be last. The same day there came certain of the Pharisees, saying to him, Get out and depart hence, for Herod will kill you. And he said to them, Go ye, and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out devils, and I do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must walk today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which kills the prophets and stones them that are sent to you, 
How often would I have gathered your children together, as a hen does gather her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left to you desolate, and verily I say unto you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you shall say, Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. And it came to pass, as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day, that they watched him. And behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. And Yeshua answering spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they held their peace. And he took him and healed him and let him go and answered them, saying, Which of you shall have your donkey or an ox fall into a pit, and will not straightway pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they could not answer him again to these things. Psalm 79, 1-13 O God, the heathen are come into your inheritance. Your holy temple have they defiled. They have laid Jerusalem on heaps. The dead bodies of your servants have they given to be meat unto the fowls of the heaven, the flesh of the saints unto the beasts of the earth. Their blood have they shed like water round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. We are become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and a derision to them that are round about us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Shall your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath upon the heathen that have not known you, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon your name. For they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his dwelling place. O remember not against us former iniquities. Let your tender mercies speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name, and deliver us and purge away our sins for your name's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let him be known among the heathen in our sight by the revenging of the blood of your servants which is shed. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those that are appointed to die and render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom their reproach, wherewith they have reproached you, O Lord. So we, your people and sheep of your pasture, will give you thanks forever. We will show forth your praise to all generations. Proverbs twelve twenty six. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor but the way of the wicked seduces them. I want to speak to you today from our reading from the book of Joshua, chapter 2. And in this chapter, we see the story unfold where the two spies spied things out in Jericho, and a woman by the name of Rahab, a harlot, takes them in and hides them and protects them. And so the spies promise to protect her when they come to invade the land. So let's take a look at what the Israel Bible has to say about this. And in chapter 2, verse 9, the verse says, She said to the men, I know that Hashem has given the country to you. 
because dread of you has fallen upon us, and all the inhabitants of the land are quaking before you. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. When Rahab speaks to the spies, she reports that the Canaanites are afraid of the children of Israel. They are well aware of the miracles that Hashem has done for the Israelites, both forty years earlier during the times of the Exodus, and more recently in the battles against the Amorite kings Sihon and Og. They know that God has given the land to the children of Israel, and therefore they are afraid. Not only does Rahab report this to the spies, but she even casts her lot with the Israelites. Rahab is a prime example of a righteous Gentile. Understanding that these men are representatives of Hashem's chosen people who will receive the chosen land, she single-handedly undertakes to protect the spies. The children of Israel are not the only ones who understand that God is giving them the promised land. The righteous among the nations also recognize that this is the will of Hashem. God gave the children of Israel the land of Israel then, and he gives it to them now as well. So Rahab is a harlot, but yet the Bible calls her a believer, because it says in Hebrews chapter 11, the great hall of fame of faith, in Hebrews 11 verse 31, it is written, By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not, when she had received the spies with peace. So she's in the hall of fame of faith in Hebrews 11. Also in James chapter 2, verse 25, it is written, Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. So she operated in faith, and that faith was manifested, shown to be real, in her works and her good deeds, in that she protected them, and then she showed them another way out and where they could hide so that they could return back safely. So the Lord uses the most unlikely of candidates to do his bidding and to get his work done. If he can use Rahab a harlot, he can use you, and he can certainly use me. He can use us. He just needs us to be willing. Hineni. We need to be available. So I'd like to conclude with this beautiful song. It's Psalm 85, song, no, Psalm 84. Better is one day in your courts. Psalm 84, sung by Jason Silver. Please enjoy. My soul longs indeed it fails. 
24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.